Hello, everyone, and welcome to the August 25th, 2006 edition of the Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and relevantmagazine.com. As always, the podcast today is brought to you by Diet Pepsi, light, crisp, refreshing Diet Pepsi. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is the editorial team, editorial director Kara Davis. Greetings. Managing editor Adam Smith. Salutations. And web content producer Jesse Carey. Hello, friends. Did you notice the dramatic pause? That's right. Yes. So I've tried the new Diet Pepsi, which is strawberries and cream, Pepsi Jazz. I tried Diet that Pepsi this Jazz. weekend as well. Our lovely sponsor sent us a couple cases. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't really, I don't really like diet soda. Uh, well, I, I actually don't like wait Diet till Pepsi. You, I'm a diet wait until you pass person. 25, and uh, then you're going to have to. I, I heard uh, that they don't make all that much of a difference. I'm, I'm That's past I heard. 25, That's and I still don't true. do the, the diet soda. Although it is good. Uh, diet Coke is really good if you take it and you pour like half a cup of sugar in it and stir it up real good. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing about Jeez. Cokes is 150 calories a can for times 10 cans a day, which is what I... 10 cans <laughs> a day. I, drink, I easily drink wow. 10 cans a day. That, I mean, so, that can't are be you good serious? for you. No so I either have one calorie times 10, 10 calories, or I have 150 times 10, 1,500 calories. Considering 1,200 unburned calories equals a pound of fat, I would be gaining a pound a day if I drank regular but, Cokes. But how many carcinogens are you intaking every day? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I'm more That's of a, a short-term third answer. hand growing out of your forehead. It's called a pimple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Dr. Pepper. I don't, I, I'm convinced there is some addictive quality other than the caffeine and sugar. Cocaine. <laughs> to Dr. Pepper. It has nicotine in it. Specifically, uh, as opposed to other sodas. I just can't. I have to. Sometimes I have to have one. Yeah. I, I actually crave Dr. Pepper days, doing. too. Like yeah. some days, like if I don't eat breakfast and I really need. It's like a Snickers bar do for you, me. Do you do the diet Dr. Pepper? No, I do Dr. Pepper. Okay. Yeah. That's the one soda I'll drink. It's not too sweet. Well, it is when you have a headache. It is just what the doctor ordered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The Diet Dr. Pepper is hey, amazingly to, like the regular, I think. Well, they say it tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper. So just like the real but thing. But they don't say the what. <laughs> real it thing. tastes more like Dr. Pepper than my caffeine-free Diet Yeah, like Coke it tastes here. more like regular Dr. Pepper than milk, you know? <laughs> and there's a lot of things that to taste me, more like regular Dr. To Pepper. To me, Diet Dr. Pepper tastes like Diet Coke with prune juice added. <laughs> That's what it tastes like <laughs> to me. Which is delightful if that's what you're into. Yeah. I think it's Diet Coke for old people. We need to stay regular. <laughs> Coming out in theaters today, August 25th, uh, we have Jesse's favorite, How to Eat Fried Worms. Mm-hmm. Was that, is that a kid's did, book? Yes. Yeah. Did, did you not read that? Did you not read that when fifth you were a kid? I didn't. I didn't. If it wasn't about I Jesus, I wasn't allowed to read it. Wow. <laughs> um, also, Idlewild starring Outcast, which looks amazing. See, I think it, it looks cool and it's a musical, but I just don't think it's going to do well. I think it will. Really? I really do. I think it'll... Okay, here's how well I think it'll do. I think it'll do as well as Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which, which wow. maybe won't be as legendary as that movie, but I think in the theaters, Oh Brother Where Art Thou wasn't overwhelmingly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. popular. It, it, it was just more after the soundtrack came out and everything that it took on another life, but I think in the theaters, it's 
comparable. And coming up later in the um, podcast today, I have a special musical treat for everybody. Uh, just just keeping in mind uh, that Idlewild is coming out today. So I, that's coming up later in the podcast. Also uh, coming out in theaters, Beer Fest, which is Adam's favorite movie coming out. <laughs> Can't wait. And Oscar. I smell Oscar. And Invincible, uh, the Mark Wahlberg story. It's a true story based on Mark, Mark <laughs> Wahlberg's life. the life of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> now, in, in, all, in all seriousness, this is a, a, f- a football movie. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm a sucker for these. You know, like Rudy, Rudy. Mm. and yeah. Rocky. I mean... Rocky wasn't a football yeah. movie. No, no, but I mean like the sports. <laughs> he went the distance it and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, have you seen the trailer for Rocky Five or Heck going yeah. to the NFL? Rocky Six, no. you mean? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, but the, but the sports movies they just they just get me. You know, you as, know as cheesy as as when I'm I see the ads, I'm like, oh, that's, you're gonna know you know what's gonna happen. But you but is there something? I'm just, gonna be torn. I'm honestly, I mean, with Invincible coming out. And also Beer Fest coming out. I'm going to be torn which one to see. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to I don't want to lead people astray. I'm not, not going to go see Beer Fest. Um, I've gotten kind of tired of the heartwarming sports movies. It seems like that's the only thing Disney does anymore. But and I have to tell you, I, uh, they I do heard them very well. Though. They do, yeah. and I heard an interview with uh, Vince Papali on Jim Rome, and it made me want to see who, this movie. Who plays Mark Wahlberg? Right, he plays yeah. Mark Wahlberg in this in the, the Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg story. <laughs> so and then there's the this the TV drama coming out on Fox, I believe, this fall. That's it's Friday Night Lights. Friday Night yeah. Lights. Yeah. It's Maybe. on NBC. Oh, on NBC. Based on the movie Friday right. Night Lights, based, which is based on, on a, a true uh, story. Pulitzer Prize winning book, which is based on a true story. Yes. Well, they which said, strangely so like playing telephone. Strangely enough, was based on a TV show. With, so with each iteration, it's getting further and further from the truth. Yeah, actually, the the people in the town were really upset when the book got published, and especially when it started getting a lot of attention because they said it was inaccurate. <gasps> I would I, honestly would have loved. Did they I lo- say inaccurate, or did they say it ain't true? I'm sorry. I'm just wondering. Or did they say say it ain't so? <laughs> All right, coming out in stores on Tuesday. Some some good albums of note. Uh, we have Pete Yorn coming out with Nightcrawler on Columbia. Uh, Ray Lamontagne till the sun turns black on RCA. The Roots with Game Theory on Def Jam and Joan Zetta. Uh, the album's popularity on Tooth and Nail. A very very good lineup this week. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, check those out all right that'll do it for entertainment releases up next the much anticipated slices You're listening to OK Go. The song is Here It Goes Again. It's uh, The video is playing right now on Relevant TV. It is genius. Uh, they <laughs> they shot it on treadmills. Yeah. It is It is one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen. I, I wonder because all one shot. Yeah. You, the, you know, like they had to nail that choreography in one take. Well, you know, they set the bar so high with their last video where they all did the ridiculous choreographed dance, which yeah. was also one shot. Um, you know, this time you can't just come back with a normal music video. So what did they do? A ridiculous choreographed dance mm. 
using treadmills. Yeah. And it is, and it, it honestly supersedes the original, in my opinion. Wow. Oh, easily. I mean, they have eight treadmills, and they're all... Once you watch the video, the difficulty and danger of some of these dance moves is really... Really impressive, and 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 the fact that they're none of them are athletic at all is yeah. is what's most impressive. Not in the least. Not in the least. And, I, they're, and they're wearing vests. What, what's the speed <laughs> of the treadmill? Very slow. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's not like they're just walking on the treadmill. You got to watch this. So they, they yeah. this the treadmills are sideways and they're facing the camera. I I was at the YMCA and I forgot how tricky treadmills can be. <laughs> I mean, they are really. Did you try some of these moves at the oh, YMCA? Oh yeah. I I ask I ask eight people to get off their treadmills because I needed all of them. <laughs> the song you heard at the beginning of the podcast, if you can remember back that far. Is uh, was Kids in the Way. The song is fiction. It's actually the featured video right now over at Relevant TV. Okay, now with Slices, here is Kara Davis. Well, we were, we were talking about Disney World, or Disney, a little bit earlier. There's a new book out called, it came out in June, called um, Rejuvenile, Kickball, Cartoons, Cupcakes, and the Reinvention of the American Grown-Up. And the writer, Christopher Noxon, um, talks about some... Well, just basically how grown-ups today kind of refuse to grow up. Like our, our, we have toys and things like that. We drink frozen coffee drinks. We have pink razor phones. The theme song on our, uh, our, the, our ringtone is like a theme song from a retro TV show. Or wait, what's wrong with frozen coffee drinks? There's nothing wrong with that. Children don't drink coffee drinks. But it's a fruity, desserty, <laughs> fun drink. Fruity. We we drink daiquiris. You know, we drink hard kid, liquor. Kid drinks. Yeah. We refuse to grow <laughs> so, up. Anyway, Frozen he, hard liquor. He um, he cites some stats like the number one vacation destination for adults is Disney World, and half of its visitors are adults unaccompanied by children. Unaccompanied? Well, yeah. Huh? I, I guess I, I was I, there this weekend. I've never I gone went, with a child. I went unaccompanied. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the Cartoon Network outranks any cable news network in ratings among eighteen to thirty-four year olds. Really? That was surprising. Adult Adult Swim is the top rated block of programming on cable. And that's that's like 11 to 1 a.m., 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Cartoon Network. And the average aim uh, average age of video game players is is now 29 up from 18 in 1990. <laughs> is that also the average age of people who still live in their parents' basements? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Well, this book does talk <laughs> about I'm getting into video games, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> this book does talk about the um you know the the amount of people who are still are choosing to live at home with their parents well into their well into their twenties. I, I know a lot of guys that have the old Peter Pan syndrome. You know, they just they wear tights. I know. I, I think it, I notice it more with guys than girls that they're still into playing video games and sports and uh, just kind of being goofy and all that kind of stuff. Well, know? I mean, even our our entertainment and like our toys and our accessories. I think guys and girls still. You know, hold on to that. There, I mean, all these retro toys that are so popular now, and yeah. you know, if our phones are are pink and blinged out, I mean, that's kind of juvenile. I don't know. I don't yeah. think there's anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with the fact that you know, every morning when he comes in, Jesse builds a, a cushion fort out of the couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just don't see the problem. Yeah, well, and and Noxon says, you know, it's it's not a bad thing that you know that we haven't lost our sense of play and wonder. But it's just an interesting um, 
cultural observation. It, and it is interesting too that uh, the, there are all these like superhero movies, like they, they did mm-hmm. the X Men, uh, Superman, Spider Man. Uh, they're Even coming out with like Transformers, pirates, you know? uh, Ninja Turtles, and they were all those were all shows that were from when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. well, I guess uh, Superman has been a while around for a while, but like Ninja Turtles and Transformers, yeah. that was like my childhood. But I, I guarantee you, most of the people that are going to see those two movies are people that are 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 probably male in in their twenties. To be fair, though, like what kind of interesting movie do you make about adult life? Like Briefcase Man, you know? <laughs> I've seen that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kara, you actually sent me this one uh, earlier today. It was a Entertainment Weekly interview with Ricky Gervais, and he talks about say it again, Gervais. 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 You say it. <laughs> Gervais. <laughs> Has anybody looked up how to pronounce his last name? I, I thought it was Gervais. 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 That's what I always I thought. I can say Gervais. Uh, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Pretty sure. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll get a lot of emails for it. Just like the whole... <laughs> Zendanu Zenadu. Zen- yeah, that soccer player debacle. Zenadine Zidane. <laughs> anyway, he... Uh, he was entertain- interviewed by um, Entertainment Weekly, and he he's a mastermind behind the original Office, the the one that was so popular in England and then got adapted into the American show. But what interested me most about the interview was when he was talking about his podcast. And his podcast, uh, when it first came out, was the number one podcast on iTunes. Um, and it has a super cult following. Uh, and they kind of talk about how it's c- propelled him even to a new level of fame w- with a lot of different people. And they ask him about why, what, what accounts for it. And he just says that it's engaging and it's real just because it, it's, he also goes on to say it's not scripted at all. Uh, it's just all stuff that happens to us. They also have a segment called Monkey News, which is their most popular <laughs> segment. Yeah, which... You know, with us talking about monkeys so much, I thought, oh no, people are going to think we're ripping them off. I've never heard that podcast, so yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. See, I had heard it before, but I, it wasn't like we're intentionally bringing monkey right. news to the table. It just it, came up. It just, yeah. Um, but now that we're acknowledging it. Yeah. So we can't talk about monkeys anymore. No. Sorry, guys. So this was Inter- Entertainment Weekly? Yeah. But he says, uh, you know, they don't want anything to come across as scripted. And then when he asks if it's edited, it's like, well, we stop sometimes for a cup of tea because it gets hot in a little studio, and they're in England, and that's what those those English and do. And we stop for Diet Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, but they say it, it's not contrived. We don't do anything twice. We don't uh, either. We, we, no. don't, we don't edit it like that. We just get our best half hour out of the hour. We're in there. It's pretty much as it is, really. There's no manipulation. There's no... That would be no, funnier. What? There's Mani- no... What? Manipulation. You said matibulation. Uh, <laughs> he, he goes on to say that uh, there's no, that would be funnier if you said this. Uh, that it's all real. It's just, quote, tidied up. And I thought that's kind of interesting because that's how uh, kind of the rhythm that we've got into that, you know, yes, we, we don't script. That's how we, we roll. Well, not that, not that we are, are at his level, although we are very close. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll take him but, on any day of the week. But I think I think he is on to something just of how the organic fun feel of, of a podcast. Something it's refreshing that it isn't scripted, like so much of the media that we're inundated with. It is just kind of a more real outlet. So I thought that was interesting, <laughs> considering we're podcasting. Right? By the way, Jesse and mispronounced manipulation because he misread it on the cue card. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, someone messed up my script. Can we do that takeover again? <laughs> Adam squats down, holding up big cue cards on the other side of the table. Manipulation. <laughs> Spell it phonetically. <laughs> P. 
Paramount, um, Paramount Pictures uh, dumped Tom Cruise. About time. It said, uh, well, the studio is severing its 14-year relationship with Cruise because his recent conduct has not been acceptable to Paramount. Well, what took him so long? I mean, within the last year. Because Wait, the contract was up for renewal, and they just mm, said okay. as much as we like him personally, we thought it was wrong to renew the deal. But what I don't get is his recent conduct. Like, Russell Crowe smashes up hotel rooms and punches <laughs> people in the face, and that's fine for movie studios. <laughs> <They'll> get, <laughs> but Tom Cruise is just a general, a goofy, whacked-out guy. <laughs> and evidently, that's unacceptable. He jumped on a couch you know, that's unacceptable, but nah, punch people in the face. It's fine. Here it says the uh, usually guarded actor in the past year has come under intense scrutiny after he jumped up and down on Oprah Winfrey's couch <laughs> while proclaiming his love for Katie Holmes, openly advocated Scientology, criticized Brooke Shields for taking prescription drugs to treat postpartum depression. Um, and you know the list goes on. But, but so it, I mean, it's a business decision. He's face. alienating He's, his audience. Yeah. So. While other actors can trash hotel rooms, it's almost expected, or you know, it's not surprising because well, it, it comes with that lifestyle. That's the thing that bothers me about this whole thing is, you know, if we start judging our movie choices based upon the people's personal character, we're not going to see any movies. Well, no, it's I, I don't think it's Zach Braff movie. I, I don't think it's about personal character. It's like if like Mel Gibson. Uh, I mean, what job. he did. I mean, he apologized, and Russell Crowe apologized. Tom Cruise has no apologies that he's a nut job, and like I don't care if he's a wacko, and he's and if his movie's good, I'll see it. But if he just annoys me, then I, I you know, you know I about, don't want to watch him. What about Colin Farrell? That guy doesn't apologize for anything he does. I know, but I don't like his movies. Even though <laughs> you I saw, saw Miami my, Vice, I did see Miami Vice, and I regretted well, it. But you didn't pay for it. That's true. So, they, so you know. he didn't actually technically <laughs> yeah. support it. Well, the deal was that they basically gave Cruz a production deal, and they had an office on the Paramount lot, and was when they wanted him to develop movies and stuff for Paramount, and they paid him $10 million a year, plus, plus. And they basically went back and said that they would pay him now $2 million a year. And uh, you know, then a big brouhaha happened. They decided to walk away. Well, this is uh, on, a, on a little bit of a, of a different note. Um, uh, That's it, a good segue right there. Yeah, it still, <laughs> still has to do with media, but not not the American. No. I think that's a universal it, segue. It, you it happened use for here anything. on Earth. Yeah, it, so speaking of things, it involves people. Speaking of things with people on Earth, <laughs> um, the, China has dis- dismissed a reporter because uh, you know China has control over the national media because he he was reporting about a Christian church that the country went in and demolished. So this guy went on and, and reported all of these stories about it, and he was put in jail first uh, by the government for... it was the, the, His charges were spreading rumors harmful to society, and now he's banned from ever getting a job in media again. It just... Uh, I, I don't know. I guess no matter how much you hear about um, how, how things work in, in governments like that, it's hard to even... You know, comprehend something like that happening. You know, and that that comes with the uh, the recent time story that we linked to in slices this past week about how good cross promotion there about how <laughs> quick synergy. synergy. <laughs> Weird. <Wow. laughs> now that was synergy. Yeah, yeah. that was scripted. We've, <laughs> we've been working on that. That, that the was card boy was on this game. That, that, that was that was take seventeen. Uh, <laughs> um, but, but we nailed uh, it this time. But the the story in slices from Time Magazine was just talking about how the underground church in China is just exploding. 
and it's and it's a totally organic movement. It's house churches as opposed to the American church movement, which is becoming these mega churches. So it's an interesting. And the dichotomy. fact that they're not allowed to have mega churches. Yeah, but but you know, it like I said, it, it's just interesting because it's two polar opposite societies, but. Uh, you know, people worshiping in different ways, but it, it's good to see that going on, and it's even getting media attention. So, USA Today reported there's a new. Um, see what I like about you is you don't even worry about the segues. <laughs> you're very you're it. like a news report. You know, one story is done, the next one starts. You know, yeah, I like that about you. <laughs> see, I, I'm more into the organic podcasting feel. Just guys <laughs> hanging out. There are several new uh, U.S. hotel brands on the rise that are catering to professionals in their 20s and 30s. Uh, some of the, the brands are Cambria, Aloft, and Indigo. Where are these? And they're, they're chains, so I guess they're popping up in different places, but they the rooms are about 135 a night. Um, they have edgy design, kind of like stylish inside. They have places to hang out outside of the guest rooms and flat screen TVs. Uh, they're mostly run by established hotel companies, um, such as Choice Hotels International. They do Best Western. Okay. And then Starwood Hotels, is, which does the W chain, yep. which is popular and expensive and stylish. And Weston. Mm-hmm. Weston. Um, and then Intercontinental Hotels Group is doing Hotel Indigo, which is taking a spiritual attitude, saying that customers can experience a sense of growth and renewal that remains in your spirit long after you leave. So it's more like feng shui yeah. type stuff? I guess. Yeah, and I know I feel that way after sleeping on sheets that 200 other people have slept on. <laughs> yeah, something stays with you long Renewed. after you leave. <laughs> hey, did, did you guys hear about the... Um, it's it's a Christian conservative Christian group that's trying to get a lot of these big hotel chains to remove uh, pay per view porn what? from their rooms. They're not going to yeah. do that. Some of the most lucrative things for the hotels. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's uh, they're they're trying to get it to remove. They say hotels are places for where families go, so that shouldn't be on the. Uh, if it's pay per view, yeah, it, yeah, the kids can't get to it. Hotels are also places where brooding hopeless loners go. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm at a like Christian convention or trade show or something, somebody you know who's staying at the hotel with me always says, "Did you know that this weekend this hotel sells more porn and alcohol than any other weekend I've of the year?" I've heard that so many yeah, times. Yeah, I know. It's just like <laughs> right, whatever. Nobody at the hotel said that. <laughs> but, yeah, how do they get that and, information? Yeah, it, and they give it to the guests. And yeah, yeah and the restaurants <laughs> get the smallest amount of tips. Yeah, always yeah. on Sundays. Now, okay, having worked in uh, the the restaurant industry, Sunday afternoon sucked. That is true. Yep, that's but what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it's because they're spending all their money on porn. You don't have porn and booze <laughs> that left over. Motel Six. <laughs> nasty old Christians. <laughs> it's a joke, people. Stick to the cue cards. That's what happens. Yeah, when you meander off the script like that, no good comes of it. Yeah. It's like I my math. I have insulting dirty Christians. <laughs> but they should be insulted. Okay. All right, well, that'll do it for slices. Up next, a special musical treat.
You're listening to The Zootons. The song is Oh Stacy, Look What You've Done. It's playing right now over at Relevant TV. Well, this week uh, we have a unusual little music treat for you. You know, we like to bring in the acoustic performances for you and expose you to some new artists and whatnot. And uh, this week we don't have an acoustic performance in the studio, but I do have an acoustic performance to play you. There is a cover of the Outcast or Andre 3000 song, Hey Ya, that's being circulated. It's an acoustic version done by a group called Obadiah Parker. And uh, they are actually uh, Christian guys um, that are blowing up on YouTube right now because of this this cover of Hey Ya. And uh, before you write it off or before you hit skip, you need to listen to this. Even if you hate the song, um, you know, it's old and it's kind of played out, but I think you will enjoy this. So without further ado, this is Obadiah Parker. You can check them out at ObadiahParker.com. And the cover is Hey Ya by Outcast. around because she loves me so and this I know for sure and by does she really wanna but can't stand to see me walk out the door I can't stand to fight the feeling cause the thought alone is killing me right now well thank God for mom and dad for sticking two together cause we don't know You think you got it, but gotta just don't get it till there's nothing at all. We get together, oh, we get together, but separate's always better when there's feelings involved. If what they say that nothing is forever, Lord, the one makes, the one makes, the one makes, the one makes, one makes love the exceptions. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, we so in denial when we know we're not. A few seconds here 
don't make me break it down for nothing I wanna see you all on your all's baddest behavior Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that, awesome. That was it's one of those that uh, it's blowing up on YouTube. I'm gonna I'm gonna post the YouTube video over at the podcast stuff page on on the on the Relevant Magazine website, or you can just go to YouTube and search for Obadiah Parker. Um, it's one of those things that when you first hear it, you you go, "This guy, this guy knows God." You just mm-hmm. hear it, you know. You dig a little bit on the band's website. And they're Christians, and mm-hmm. and sure enough, I mean, they do some Sufjan covers and they do some other stuff. But I mean, you can just hear in his voice that he knows God. I mean, you just hear it. Yeah. It's amazing. There's you notice lines in music. Um, it was like when Iron and Wine did the Apostle Service cover. Yeah, I noticed uh, like lyrics that I hadn't really heard when I was just listening to the original. Kind of. Yeah, like that. I didn't know that song was about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And the cool thing is the YouTube video actually. It's just a one shot of him playing his guitar and, and singing, and and then they'll intersplice the actual music video, hmm. and it's literally the same pace, same words. That's what, but it seems so more just chill, mm-hmm. you know, than the original. So, anyway, have you heard that Narles Barkley? Yeah, uh, you're uh, during the song. Jesse um, asked if if um, I had heard the Ray LaMontagne cover of Crazy by Narles Barkley, and I have. And in fact, I have it right here. It's amazing, and um. Well, we don't have an interview coming up, so why don't we just go ahead and play it? This is Ray LaMontagne covering Narles Barkley's Crazy.
That's Ray LaMontagne. Uh, it's his cover of Gnarls Barkley's Crazy. And uh, that's been circulating around the internet for for a little while now. Yeah, so, it was before the song really blew up. He, yeah. He had it out. Yep. So uh, Ray LaMontagne, I'll actually put that up on the uh, bo- podcast stuff page as well. But uh, that first song was Obadiah Parker. I can't get that one out of my head. His voice is just so amazing. So that's the musical guest this week. Double feature. Double feature. Double, a little double dip. And uh, acoustic covers. If always you, a good thing. Always a good. If you have any other interesting ones that uh, we should check out, uh, send them over to us, or, or either at editorial at relevantmagazine dot com or uh, post over at the podcast stuff page on the website, and you know we can play it. So that'd be good. Um, coming up next, feedback. 
You're listening to The Rapture. The song is Get Myself Into It. I need cool. to get myself into this. It has very this pol- segment. There's a police vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So last week we asked you a couple questions, like usual. Um, the, question number one was, uh, what celebrity do you look like? And many of you wrote in, and obviously we can't really um, go over them here on the podcast because it's a visual it's like a it's like an audio daily double on Jeopardy. You, you know, this is a visual daily double. Yeah, you really got to see yeah. it. So you got to see care. these. So we'll post some of them over at the podcast stuff page. The more impressive the, ones. Some people yeah. just sent in email. I mean, maybe we didn't clarify, but I thought it would be pretty obvious that they'd want to send it. They wouldn't just be like, "I look like uh, <laughs> Topher Grace." You know? I thought I thought it was funny that more than one person uh, who was uh, white, male, and bald. Wrote in and said, "I look like Mr. Clean." <laughs> or Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah that's, bald, that's the easy you, answer. Yeah, people, if you're bald on. and you have a goatee, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, like you could whatever. shave any of our heads, and we could say that. Yeah, please don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I the the the, the guy off with the picture up on to like Rowan. The guy that looked like that said he looked. His wife sent it in. So my husband is tired of being told that he looks like Frodo. And like his his like screen name or something is like Blog sick of Frodo, man. yeah. And so so I clicked on the picture. And I was like, oh, that is Frodo. So like he doesn't look just look like Elijah Wood. He looks like Frodo. Yeah. So he's tired Carry of being told he looks like Frodo. So we're gonna put him up on the website, <laughs> so yeah. hundreds of thousands of people can tell him. I won't put his real name. I'll just call him Frodo. We'll put a link to his email address too. Go ahead and email him. Tell him. <laughs> Uh, the other question we asked you was um, one really a question, but it was just we're letting you know that this weekend uh, we're, we're going to be planning and talking about the future of relevant and radiant and the online and whatnot. And we just wanted to hear from you kind of ideas, suggestions, and thoughts about uh, what we're doing. And uh, a lot of you wrote in with that. We can read you some of those now. So uh, Lisa Kowalski wrote in. She's written in a number of times. She has a lot of feedback and suggestions. But one thing I thought was interesting, she says, um, I think it'd be cool if uh, your audience had some sort of opportunity to interact offline, like in the real world. Camping trips hosted by Relevant in different cities. Uh, well, you wouldn't go camping in the city, but you know what I mean. Um, she said, kind of like when Invisible Children did the global night commute, it was this big thing, but then it was local too. Um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, we tossed around the idea of a concert tour at one time. We did. I We can't do the trips or the uh, Relevant camping stuff because if somebody got maimed or injured or Lord forbid died, it, you know, we would be liable. Mm-hmm. I mean, relevant would be liable. There's so a I, lot of badgers out there. That yeah. Stuff. Angry, bloodthirsty badgers. Roving. Well, can we host a trip to, uh, to Beaver Island? Badgers. <laughs> can we go out to Beaver they're Island? They're looking for trouble. <laughs> yeah, you do uh, You do have that piece of land out there, Beaver, Beaver Island. Island. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could. Actually, I talked to my dad about that the other night and uh, told him that. He said, King never Strang, speak of it again. He became a legendary. <laughs> um, yeah. Did uh, his eyes light up? The fact that I showed an interest in our family history <laughs> made his day. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's kind of a joke, Dad. I'm not really interested. Son, Aww. these are things we don't talk about. <laughs> you never mention the working train again, her. Never! <laughs> he slammed the door. <laughs> but he, um, my dad does want to go up and take a trip to Beaver Island now. Now that I've shown interest in this <gasps> aspect. Oh, father's going to go family overboard. Family yeah. outing. And he also wants to go to Strang, Nebraska. And, uh, <laughs> what? What? 
There's Strang, Nebraska, wow. and Strang, Oklahoma. I went to school in Oklahoma, and one of the years he came out to see me and forced me to go on a road trip with him for two hour, two and a half hours away from Tulsa. And we went What'd to Strang, Oklahoma. What did you do Oklahoma. when you got there? There was a post office and a, a convenience store and about four houses. And my dad went into the convenience store and told him, Hey, we're Strangs. And like thinking that <laughs> wow. they would be like, oh, here's You're the key strang. to the city. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he thought that the mayor and the marching band would come out or something. And <laughs> Ticker Aww. tape parade. And it was the most probably discouraging <laughs> five hour drive that he's ever taken. I went to, I went to a school with uh, a Bob Evans and <laughs> no, the restaurant will not give him free food. Uh. No matter how many different ones you go to and how many people you ask. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, to that email um, request, we don't we, we don't officially do those. But if you are a part of our message board community, they frequently have get-togethers. They I know sure there's do. one in Chicago and in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yep. They do it quite often, actually. Yeah, relevant shindig yeah. is what they sans is. sans us. Yeah, we just don't <laughs> endorse it. Yeah. So if any these of are die unofficial, or yeah. run over penguins or any such or attacked you know, by gangs of badgers or join gangs of badgers, of badgers. <laughs> yeah, and then we have no part in it. We're not liable. So. We send them cardboard cutouts of ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> and they take pictures of us at various tourist attractions. Yeah, Cameron does like a little video welcome, but they just edit in whatever city it's in that year. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Chicago <laughs> <laughs> with a mouth hand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like on Conan, hand and they mouth. have the the picture with the mouth yeah. superimposed. Huh. Yes, so Derek Phillips says that um, the slices at the top of your page are a must-keep. I don't know what it is, but that's basically my favorite news hub. <laughs> the articles on the he site. He has a very distorted <laughs> worldview. Fair, fair and balanced. I'm, gra- I'm glad that's I can what craft we are. Fair and balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, art- you wield much power over <laughs> yeah, these yeah. people. The articles on the site are also great. I love hearing from the readers of Relevant. I know there's been contests and such, but what about picking the author of the most read or discussed article each month or so on relevantmagazine.com and have them write for the printed Relevant? Just a thought. Actually, we kind of do pick our um, print writer sometimes from the um, from relevantmagazine.com. It's, it's kind of the training pool. It's our minor mm-hmm. leagues. Yeah. yeah, we call them up to the majors. Yeah, yeah. and it's true. It, that's where that's where a lot of our, our magazine writers have gotten their start. I also thought that since we live in a day of much church planting, and this generation is hungry to see new and innovative ways of doing church, that it would be cool to read about new churches and what they are doing in discipleship, worship, community impact, and reaching out, like an artist highlight only on new church plants, not necessarily supporting them or telling them to go check check them out, but just getting the story on what's going on. One last thing. The podcast is great, and I look forward to it each week. However, I've been wondering what happened to all the great interviews that were going to happen over the summer. I think there were only three of them. I thoroughly enjoyed them and was hoping to hear more. It's possible I've counted wrong or I'm unaware of a schedule you may have. That's for our special. It's Podcast Pro. You have to join that. It's a pay site. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pay site. I like and, it. And he has a PS. He, he responded to the editorial question of the week. Um, he went to South Korea with his pastor, Recently, and they were told repeatedly that the pastor looked like Bruce Willis and that he looked like Tom Cruise. Because they were white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He acknowledged that. Let me that. guess. One's bald, one's average looking dude. <laughs> With brown hair. Yeah. Well, I just called saying. him an average looking dude. Yeah. And Tom he was Cruise. standing on couches and jumping up and down yeah, a lot. He was so. acting insane. And wearing boxers and no pants. All right, I got something from Evan Stanick. And uh, it's interesting, Evan suggested that we interview uh, 
Aaron Weiss from Me Without You for the magazine. Um, and it's interesting that you should say this. We didn't interview Aaron, but we do have an entire feature on Me Without You coming up in the uh, September-October issue. So, done and done, Evan. Which should be in the mail now. Yeah. So You guys are infringing on the relevant update. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I just want Evan to know we're we're a step ahead of the we're game on, on this. Yeah. We got it. Okay, it's time now uh, for this week's editorial question of the week. Editorial question of the week. What bit of pop culture from your childhood do you most wish would come back? Earlier we talked about um, you know how people our age are hanging on to their childhood. So we were interested to hear what what kind of fond memories you all have of whether it's a fashion trend or a toy or mm-hmm. a game or a um, a movie, a show, whatever. Yeah. There are so and many. It has to be something that hasn't come back yet. That you know, really, there's an undercurrent of people clamoring for it. You know, like small wonder. Like small. We was that the one that, that was that the one that had the the crystal that lit up when the dad talked to her? No, that one. That, that was, was the she one was like where a robot. He made a robot. Yeah, yeah, a robot kid. Do you remember the one I'm talking there about? There's absolutely nothing. Saturday morning. I don't remember that. that. I remember it very clearly. It was like a she lived. For, she was from outer space or something, and her parents were still in outer space. And so the way she communicated to them was the basically Sabrina, a, a the crystal walkie-talkie. <laughs> no. Dang it. Who pitches these things? I don't know. But 80s, lights, 80s kids TV Saturday morning shows were immensely better than they are now. Oh, and yeah, I sound like a crotchety old man saying that, but yeah. Did you ever sit through a cartoon show that you hated every single week just to get to one that you liked? <laughs> um, no. Every week, without fail, I watched Gem. I'm not afraid to say it because I think it was like He-Man or something was on after it. Every week, I never missed Gem. And every week I would sit there thinking... This show is so horrible. I I was never really into He-Man. I never really watched G.I. Joe or He-Man. I mean, I had the the He-Man action figures, but I I wasn't obsessed with it like most of the guys my age. I actually had piano lessons every Saturday morning from 5th grade to 12th grade. So I missed a lot of cartoons. That's just awful. That may be one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Cartoons came out like 6 o'clock in the morning. I had to get my beauty sleep. I I got up every morning at like 6 a.m. and watched Kids Incorporated. Wow. Yeah, the the lip syncing show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even back what then, was with that? as a seven-year-old, I'm sitting there going, they're really bad at lip syncing. I mean, this is off. Did you watch The Electric Company starring Morgan Freeman? Do you remember that? <laughs> For some reason in sixth grade, um, my, I had a little, little brother. He was like 12 years younger than me. And I'd come home from school and we ended up watching... Um, some learning show that had MathNet on it. Oh, Square I remember One MathNet. or something. Square One. Yeah, yeah, yeah MathNet. That was a really great. show. I loved MathNet. Yeah. I don't and but it was geared to like elementary kids, and mm. I was in like sixth grade, so I knew I was too old to watch it. But I watched <laughs> but it, it was every clever. day. It was so clever. It really was. And I they appreciated capers. Ma- <laughs> yeah, always they were math capers. Yeah. <laughs> My two favorites were Muppets, and you can't do that on television. Yeah, you remember Alanis Morissette being on You Can't Do That on Television? No. That's where she got her start. That's yep. awesome. She got slimed. And I see. Her career went downhill from there. I w- watching that show, I we didn't have cable, so I, I only saw it. We, we got cable like when I turned like 12 or something, so I just started to watch it then. And that was right when they announced they were building Universal Studios here and Nickelodeon Studios. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
they're going to film that show in Orlando. And I didn't realize that it was a Canadian show that they just picked up. Like they didn't even film it, you know? Mm -hmm. But that explains all the weird accents. You know, I was like, (laughs) why do these kids talk so weird? (laughs) But let's just be an actor thing. My favorite part was the now you know what's in the burger. Oh, (laughs) Barth. Yes. The, uh, Thank you. So many people I talk to now like don't remember that show. So I'm glad that you that's guys That's because do. their childhoods were hollow and empty. <laughs> <laughs> but but okay, so we but we those are like middle school. We almost need to go further backwards yeah. like the the cartoons, the kids, the, the like when we were kids the, the toys like Garbage Pail Kids, but those are already back. So yeah, that so doesn't qualify. Uh, Transformers is back that doesn't qualify legos never went yeah. away that doesn't qualify we're, we're talking stuff that no one has asked for like no one is wanting this stuff to come back but if it ca- but if it you, came back it would, it would be embraced you and mm-hmm. all your friends like the snorks yeah. you know who wouldn't mm-hmm. embrace the snorks if they came back in the shirt tail gang which which had a big promotion with wendy's um and they gave away shirt tail gang um, little toys wow. and I See, still have mm. them. I grew up in a town of about 5,000 people so I didn't know anything other than McDonald's existed. <laughs> I thought that was the only fast food restaurant in the world. If DuckTales came back people would go without pants. I, I well, like to think so. That's otherwise known as Casual Friday casual here, Friday. here <laughs> around the office. Pantsless pants, Fridays yeah. as we call them. Yeah. So, so yeah, fashion trends like Pantsless Fridays if you want to bring them back, you know. That, that would qualify. So the key is, you know, just let us know, you know, a couple of the things that you want to, from your childhood that you want to bring back. But also, if you want to take it a step further and either find a picture or a clip or even illustrate it yourself, yeah. that those emails we can actually put up on the podcast stuff page at Relevant Magazine. Yeah, yeah. Incorporate, not, it, incorporate it into the craft of the week. Yeah, and an idea here is, uh, you know, some things have come back, but they've Mobile. updated it. To make it look new and hip, like the Ninja Turtles. So if you can somehow update the Snorks and make them look new and yeah, hip and some modifications, edgy, or do some make decoupage, them look post-modern. <laughs> <laughs> any decoupage would be welcomed with open arms. You can just mail that to us. We yeah, and set it on our coffee table. Yeah, it's hard to email. Email us at editorial at relevantmagazine.com. Uh, your bit of pop culture that you wish would come back um, from your childhood. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Okay, so now apparently we've transitioned into the relevant update, the new issue uh, with featuring Sufjan Stevens and The Fray uh, mailed last Monday, this past Monday. So if you're a subscriber, it should be arriving in your inboxes any day now. And uh, and like Adam pointed out, there's a feature with Me me Without You. And Well, <laughs> next week we're actually doing a rundown. Yeah, never mind. I'm not going to say anything else that's in the issue. Yeah. We're going to do a, a preview rundown. Well, We'll sit here and actually read every article to you and describe the pictures. Also, uh, in kind of behind-the-scenes news, we have a new creative director here at Relevant. His name is He Al- is Canadian. He is yeah. Canadian. His name is Alistair Stern. <laughs> and uh, So brace yourselves, people. <laughs> I know we, we actually have quite a few. I mean, like a very large percentage of Canadian visitors on our website and podcast listeners. So we can't say anything too disparaging about our neighbors up north but we are going to make, we will say this we are gonna we are gonna convert him we are yeah. gonna indoctrinate yeah. him into the american way of he life must which announce is obviously superior canadian <laughs> that's freedom bacon to you mister uh. <laughs> like these scholars don't run these scholars don't run <laughs> we what fun- is that? it's from uh talladega nights oh. we've <laughs> he gets in there's, there's a French IndyCar driver and all he can think to trash talk is get into his face and go these colors don't run 
That's what I'm going to do to Alistair the second he walks into the yeah, store. The very moment he walks in. And we've put a very large American flag over his desk. So, um, <laughs> and we will Welcome. be pledging allegiance to it and actually, every next morning. We have a web designer um, that works for us from London named Lloyd Kinsley. And Lard. He, he, he goes by Lard. And he'll be moving over here next year. So we will have a, a Brit and a Canadian. Um, and we Diverse. will indoctrinate both of them. Yeah. They're going to sit around talking about their parliamentary system. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbing it We're in their faces. Democracy, their prime buddy. ministers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the queen mum and all kinds of stuff we dictators. don't understand. Teas and mums and <laughs> hello governors. And taking lifts. the prams up I, to the telly in the flat. On the, in the tube. The layabout. <laughs> In, in the in the spirit of the American spirit, I think we should end this podcast with Adam naming all the U.S. presidents. <laughs> but first, but first, there's there's another section, uh, another another feature that I've been holding. Um, we there's a there's a groundswell of momentum asking for the return of story time with Jesse. Oh, and right. it's been on the message board message boards, and people, your voice has been heard. One person can make a difference. Wow. And one person did. <laughs> <laughs> well, one person started person, the thread, your voice has and then been heard. three yeah. others posted in the yeah. thread. Well, yeah, and and uh, to be fair, we've kind of been doing it unofficially. Like the the chimpanzee story from last week mm-hmm. was not officially part of the segment. Jesse, that's just that's just conversation, buddy. But it was it was a story, and it was bizarre. The the meatloaf <laughs> tilt a whirl story. <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah. Well, I think this week's story. Um, so, so now, uh, Carrie, can you sing us our jingle? For <laughs> it's story time with Uncle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they're missing. <laughs> the jingle. And that's it for this week's yeah. podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Well, you know, I, 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 um, I was reminded of this week's story when, when Cameron was talking about making a road trip when he was in Oklahoma. You sound like a pastor. Yeah, <laughs> except this will have no spiritual analogy or depth, and will probably it'll probably do it'll probably hurt your spirit more. We'll than all feel, we'll all feel debased as people after yeah. that. I feel a little person less human. Well, uh, Cameron reminded me. I spent some time in 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 Oklahoma as well and made some road trips. You did some time. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was on a road trip. Uh, we're actually going to Dallas, which is about four hours away, to see a concert. There's a group of about 15 of us, and we're all really hungry. So we stopped over in a, uh, in a pretty podunk uh, area. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to name the town because I don't know it. It could have been Strang. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> could have been Carrie. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyway, we stopped in at a McDonald's uh, to, to eat because it was pretty much the only thing in the town was a McDonald's and a gas station. And uh, I'm carefully looking at the menu, and, uh, and, and the kid working behind the counter is an interesting-looking kid. He's, like, playing with a ketchup packet in his hand. He's staring off into space, you know? But living in this little town, he's probably got the dream job, you know? Probably all the kids want to work at McDonald's. But uh, anyway, so I'm looking at the... <laughs> And what you're describing sounds like an interstate exit, not a town. No, it was a town. I mean, it was a little Main Street, you know, but the only thing on it was a McDonald's and a gas station and a post office. Um, So I'm looking at the menu, um, deciding what I'm going to eat, and all of a sudden, I hear like a a faint like pop, 
and and my eye is on fire. It feels like my eye exploded in oh my, my head. Gosh. And and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I'm like touching my eye, and I can't see. And I'm telling you, it is like a fire in my eye. <laughs> I, I, that's the only way I can describe it. Is if your eye caught on fire. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh man, what happened? Oh, I'm in a lot of pain here. And I smell ketchup. <laughs> And I'm like, it's all blurry. And I'm like, oh, what happened? And I look up and I see the kid that was playing with a ketchup pack behind the counter, hiding behind the fryers, laughing. And so I'm like, so uh, ketchup is very acidic. And, you know, it's made of tomatoes, which which have citric acid. So I'm like, oh. So the, the woman... There was like a woman that was cleaning the tables with that nasty rag. Oh, no. She comes over and starts like, you know, patting me in the face with it. I'm not asking her to clean, but she's like patting and rubbing. I'm like, oh, what's happening? And it's the nasty, it's the, it's the, the wipe rag. That is vile. Yeah. And so I run to the bathroom. There's ketchup all over me. My eye is bloodshot for three days. I... I passed up a possible multi-million dollar lawsuit, you know? Yes. Like, I could be... I won the lottery that day and just didn't even... I was so... <laughs> didn't cash in the, the ticket. ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lost the ticket. So, uh, I came out. The kid is like... You can tell he's like embarrassed, but he's still back there laughing. Like, he won't He won't come <laughs> out. scared. I was tempted to just raise a fuss, but I ended up uh, walking out of the situation with a free meal and milkshakes for the whole party, so... <laughs> Uh, it wasn't a total You're a loss. Hero. Yeah, it wasn't a total loss. I did take one for the team, literally. Right. Yeah, you did. And your my, shirt was ruined. Uh, my shirt. <laughs> yeah, I ruined a shirt. So the value of your shirt versus the value of the free meal and milkshakes. And probably. and uh, I haven't been able to see right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you can't I, get anywhere near ketchup to yeah, this day. Yeah, I, I, I dry heave when I get near ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it ruined had, his dream of and, being a fire yeah, pilot. And I get, I get really bad headaches <laughs> from my vision problems. <laughs> but. Horrible situations with condiments. Yeah, the, I stay away from story. The hot sauce was, <laughs> yeah that that was actually. I, I don't look back on that and laugh. Like this is <laughs> oh, funny element. This. The that hot was sauce on the podcast. Yeah, but uh, but the ketchup. You know, I can look back and say. <laughs> Because the odds, because I, I'm guessing that if I were to watch it again in slow-mo from a different angle, <laughs> like I would see him playing with a ketchup packet, and he's probably twisting it. I've come to, you know, I, I went through you a couple times. You play it over mind. again and again, I'm thinking, I'm waking sure, up I'm in sure a cold sweat. I'm sure he's twisting it, but I'm concentrating. My eyes are very focused <laughs> at the time at the menu. <laughs> but if I were to watch it, kind of a matrix angle, I would imagine that the, the majority of the glob went directly into the eye directly <laughs> absorbed and, into and your yeah body. and so i don't know what the odds of that are but i can <laughs> i can appreciate that it probably was pretty good pretty you know the odds were pretty crazy and so i can laugh what were the guys doing who were with you um, they didn't realize what had happened because I mean it happened so fast. They just saw, they just saw you like, bleeding from eye. the eye. Yeah, <laughs> did Jesse's eye explode? Out of your nose. Something <laughs> That's why you're smelling it. Yeah, it looked like yeah, it looked like my <laughs> eye popped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they just start screaming. His eye just spontaneously exploded. Yeah, the, the, I think the woman, I the think lady the, with the wash rag comes. I think she saw. It. I think like, she saw it a mile away. Like oh. his friends are like, he must have been again. looking at that menu yeah. real hard. Yeah. yeah. What do I want? That's <laughs> <laughs> why you're not supposed to squint like that. Yeah. Don't strain your Should eye. I get the super value meal? <laughs> yeah. How much bigger is that drink? <laughs> 
So that yeah, that's. They got the fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and all the reds just coming down. So that that's my why my blood tastes like ketchup. <laughs> I smell like ketchup. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> <God. laughs> so that's the that's the story for this week. Um, right. It is a little weird. And but we're back. <laughs> and so. we're back. The triumphant <laughs> return of story time with Jesse. Well, on that note, that'll do it for this week's edition of the podcast. But after we say our goodbyes, you're gonna hear. Managing Editor Adam Smith, name in order, every American president. So, I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Kara Davis. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Adam Smith. And we're proud to be Americans. Relevant podcast anytime, anywhere. Washington Abs, Jefferson Mass, Monroe Abs, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinney, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, <sighs> Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Candy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush.